Hey guys, I'm really excited to share this recording. It's actually super different. It's an interview. So I'm being interviewed by a bunch of my mentees. So if you missed the last episode, I'm actually mentoring um, students from my old school. So I went to UConn in Connecticut, University of Connecticut. And I this call is with two students kind of just asking me about my journey, entrepreneurship, building a business, and my career now in social media. So Without further ado, let's dive in. Um, I found this really interesting and like fun to talk about, so I hope that you find it really interesting and fun to listen to. Like I said, we're sophomores right now, and um, I was I've been living in Connecticut my whole life, and then I went to high school at a tech school, and then I joined the army for four years, and then I got out, and now I'm uh, going to school for business. So. Okay, cool. But, um, I was just gonna quickly say my husband. Yep. My husband's brother is in the army now, so. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yep, I was in the army. Yep. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm in the same boat as him. Currently, a sophomore, uh, going for a bachelor's degree in business, uh, with a focus in finance. So. Oh, awesome. Okay. Cool. That's nice. You already know what you uh, want to focus on as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've tried out a, a couple different majors, but I ultimately ended up uh, going with finance. So. Awesome. Well, that's really cool. And you know, if you can always try it and if you don't like it, you can always pivot and having business as a background, I feel like is you can build off of that in like any way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, any major you take, it's always good to have at least one or two business classes under your belt. Yeah. Like a backup. So yeah. So that's awesome that you guys are doing that in the business school, taking business classes and that's really good. And then can you tell us a little bit about you? Because I don't really know anything because like, Chris never told us like what you did or anything. So I would. Yeah. So um, I'll do, I feel like I've done a lot. So quick <laughs> version of that. So I graduated in 2014. I had, which we'll said like three different, like three different careers in like four years. I was like very, I was very like, fail fast, fail quick, like fail forward type of a situation, like figure out what I like, if what I like about certain jobs and aspects, take that onto the next and try to like build and find a career job that I like really liked. So I took a job right out of college that basically probably just targeted um, recent graduates. They like sold Red Bull flip cup, like really exciting, I don't know, like vibe environment. So I took that job, didn't love it. Um, I moved to doing, what was I doing? Um, I was at Leukemia Lymphoma Society, so I was doing like their events, raising money, fundraising. Um, they paid really poorly. So it was just like a little, you know, like trying a lot of different things. Um, then I worked at another company, which I loved, but I was a contractor. It didn't end up working out. It was Gartner in Stanford, Connecticut. I'm giving you like the full background. So I feel like in four years or three years, I like tried a lot of different careers and jobs. I went to graduate school. I got my master's degree for teaching. I was a teacher, learned a lot about like education, the education system um, in America. But I feel like this is where it kind of changed. So while I was getting my master's degree, I was also blogging. So I love traveling. I was doing travel blogging, uh, creating content, posting on social media. And from doing that, I actually started getting uh, sponsorships. So I was doing sponsored posts with brands. Uh, I was being offered to go on like press trips and go travel and stay at hotels in exchange for content. 
And so that's, I feel like, where I started dipping, like, my personal toes in, like, business and entrepreneurship. Um, Because even, like, now, influencer marketing is way more mainstream. But, like, I feel like six years ago, it was kind of, like, wild, wild west. Like, just beginning in a way. So... I didn't even know I was like getting into influencer marketing then. It just was like, oh, cool. I like taking pictures, posting on social media, whatever. So that kind of spiraled into, I was able to launch my own digital programs and sell my programs online and sell them through, mainly I sold them through Instagram because that was like my main channel at the time. And oh, did so much with that. I learned like a ton about business, I feel like. So, because it was like, okay, how to market your work, how to sell it, um, multiple ways. So I figured out how to do like Facebook ads to have more of like an evergreen sales system within my business. And then, um, because of that, that also segued me into, I had a connection at a company that I'm at now. So I'm not sure if you've heard of like Dentsu as, um, it's a media like advertising agency and it has multiple different, um, agencies within it. So I'm at one of those agencies and currently I'm on like a paid social media team. So um, I don't know if you guys watch football, but like I just ran like the Pat Mahomes ads for uh, the NFL. Um, Yeah, so I still like was in that um, social media world and like sharing influencer marketing content. And now I'm actually going to be transitioning over to like full influencer marketing like management. So that's. That's my story. You know, at the beginning, it was definitely, I feel like, all over the place. And now I've, like, honed into, like, okay, social media, I feel like, is my, like, expertise and passion. And so now we're rolling with that. Okay. Interesting. Feel free to ask any questions, too. I know I covered a lot. Yeah, we have some other questions that we want to cover. So I do have, like, one question. What was your major at UConn? Um, Human Development and Family Studies. Okay. So, yeah, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I felt like that was just a generic, like, okay, it's a major about people. I knew I liked people, so I kind of went with that. Okay. Um, and then, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, I got a question. Do you, uh, did you find that degree uh, difficult to obtain, or was it something more like a, like something easier to accomplish at UConn? I um, honestly, I'd probably say like it was one of those just like probably I'd say probably easier, you know, like it wasn't like, okay, I was applying to get into a certain school. It was just like, okay, this kind of covers what I'm interested in. I didn't know what I wanted to do at 18 years old. So even like 19, 20, you're still, you know, figuring it out. So I felt like it was a good generic degree. Um, and obviously right now I'm literally doing something and I'm in like a manager level role, but it has nothing yeah. to do with my degree. So Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was like when I was eighteen, like I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I just went to the military and like figured out what I wanted to do. And then I realized like after the four years I was like, Okay, I'm ready to go back to school and like Yeah. I actually like now I actually apply myself like before, like if I would have went to school at eighteen, like I wouldn't have done anything probably. Like I would have that like not applied myself or done like anything good but now yeah. like, I actually go to class and everything so <laughs> yeah so but I mean yeah. yeah and everyone's like on a different path like some people at 18 are like super excited to go to school and some people need to 
take the time and like figure it out so yeah yeah i i know like i know someone who switched their major like more than four times and throughout college and then i know uh, one of my good friends is like pretty much set with a full-time paying job right out of college so Mm -hmm. i mean it could you could either figure out fast or it could take some time so yeah i think like real world experience too is like you can't beat that so yeah yeah for sure um so other questions you said you're in a manager role so do you have people under you and how do you how does that go like what would you say like your leadership style is towards them Mm, okay well i feel like i'm one of those people who like i don't know trying to change the business world a little bit where i felt like even when I was in school, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing the business school. Like everyone's in like a pantsuit and like blazers, whatever. Um, and I think now we definitely talk about um, leadership as like the number one uh, thing I'd say, even like my supervisors will tell me is like empathy. So having empathy and really like understanding where um, the people like under your reporting to you the people reporting to you are at and just kind of like I always ask them like how they are like I always check in not just not necessarily just like pinging them about work because I'm fully um, remote so I feel like that also that's a whole other animal because like it's not in person it's we literally have had to only develop these relationships virtually which is like super different than you know six years ago when you were going into an office and like people can read body language and all that so um I'd say like empathy and just seriously taking like the most personal approach I like prioritize personal and then business I feel like because you need to also make sure that they're happy in their role see how you can help them um so yeah yeah I have some experience with that too because like when I was in the military like I would have like leadership or like bosses that like were just strictly work and then like they didn't care about you at all so like the people under him like the people under like the leader like didn't like them whatsoever so then like once I got a role where I had people under me I made sure that like we were yeah. friends like outside of work too like mm-hmm. I know it's hard for you because you're virtual but like, no but that were, like that's a great way like sometimes yeah. it'll be like let's uh I don't know go play like intram- I know like some event. intramural games yeah. or whatever so something yeah. do you do you like the uh, online setting or would you uh, rather be in person or like a mix of the both? I have to say I like online because I'm a big traveler. So being able to literally take my laptop and like my par- I'm in California. My parents live in Florida. Like I'm kind of all over the place. So just being able to be like, okay, I'm in Florida for a week or I'm literally like sometimes my husband and I, we went camping and like I took my laptop and just like worked when I had to. So I like the remote. I am a big, like, people person, though, so that, yeah. it's an interesting balance. However, like, work-life balance-wise, I like online, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, speaking of, um, like, work-life balance, do you feel like, um, do you feel like it's sort of stressful to manage, or do you feel like you sort of have that work-life balance figured out? I think right now I definitely have it figured out. I will say I feel like because this is I started this role about a year ago. So um, I think when you first take any job, it's like new. It might be a little bit overwhelming. You have to learn new systems. You have to learn the people that you're working with. So it might take be like a few month barrier. But then I think once you 
can kind of see like maybe what your day-to-days look like. You can be more prepared and like you just get used to it. So it's easier to balance your time. But in the beginning, it can be overwhelming. Um, I have another question. Were you always uh, virtual or was this because of COVID? So this definitely was because of COVID. Uh, this company okay. definitely was like all in one place. Like I work, it's funny cause I work out of the New York city office, but like I'm in California. Yep. Okay. Do you think though, sorry. Uh, do you think they'll ever uh, transition into more in person or do you think it's just easier for them to keep it like all virtual? I, I think they're going to stay virtual because they have people, they've like hired people from all over the country. So yeah. it, it's like, that saying where it's just more work to hire someone new than to hire internally where like they already know your systems and the client that you're working on. So yeah, I don't think they're going to go back to in person. Another question. Did you benefit from going back and getting your master's degree? Like in, with, with your jobs, like did that help you or? So, um, it helped me. Obviously it allowed me to get a teaching degree, a teaching job. However, I'm not like in the, education world now so I always like to so there's uh I don't know what I was gonna say but basically there's like this law of polarity and it's like you kind of learn what you don't like in order to see more of what you do like so I feel like I've applied that a lot yeah okay yeah like if anything I've learned more stuff that I didn't like and that just points me to like okay we're trying something different and but I think that's like that's the real world experience we were kind of talking about before yeah like, you have to get out there and like see what you like first. yeah like, you you don't know if you don't try it so yeah you could go yeah. to school for like a whole specific degree and then once you actually work in that job you might hate it like yeah and know. that's like the thing it's because you know you're in in school it's all reading books and even I have a bunch of nurse friends out here and they always talk about how someone will come right out of college and they're like they still have so much to learn because they've never been hands-on as a nurse. It's just been like, they've read in the books and it's like, that's very different than like saving someone's life in the hospital. Yeah. My sister's actually a nurse at oh. Harvard Hospital. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So she probably uh, totally gets it. Yeah. And I had that same thing. Like when we would go to basic training in the army, like the regular original training, once we got to like our actual unit after we graduated, they're like, forget everything you learned it's completely different. Like, yeah, it's completely different here. So I was like, Oh, okay. That was kind of like not worth it, but yeah. So that's why I'm a big like advocate for, you know, put yourself out there in the real world and try things and take what you like and leave what you don't. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like, um, any like knowledge or skills that you learned from college? Did that ever translate to your uh, work life? Um, so I always say, well, I was a big social person in college, so I feel like, uh, I mean, the connections that you make in college and like the friendships, I think that like, I take that everywhere because number one, just connections, it's pretty cool being like, okay, you work at this company. Maybe I'm interested in going there. Um, and just, I mean, learning how to meet new friends, like when you're thrown into a brand new environment, that is always creepy and crazy not creepy but like it can be weird um so yeah i'd say probably more like the relationships is the biggest thing i took away yeah the more social aspect of it yeah 
that's one of the things like our professor is like harping on is like having good networks and like making sure that you like get your name out there and like network with other people and friends so that like you have a bigger like group for like getting jobs and everything so yeah it's so I feel like I didn't I did not think that way like in college but now it's like wow it's definitely important because you'll still and even just like maintaining those really like relationships just being like hope you're doing well whatever so that one day if you do you know maybe need something you can reach out to them and it's not like haven't talked to you in 10 years how are you yeah yeah and like you never know where you're gonna end up like yeah end up in marketing or sales or whatever and then end up needing that person or like wanting them or their help or something exactly so before this class like I had zero connections like on like LinkedIn or something like I had no connections and then like I added everybody in my class and like yeah I'm like adding people your teacher was telling me how because I actually was meeting I met with her yesterday um and she was telling me something about how she's like teaching you guys to connect with everyone on LinkedIn and I don't know yeah that's funny that's good I mean honestly it's really good and like meeting alumni is great because I feel like a bunch of them are already in the workplace so it's like if you have questions or you want more of like an inside scoop on a job that's like I feel like a big thing too if you're interested in something and you see maybe an alumni is in that role or like in a company you're interested in just like reach out and ask questions about the company and like what they actually do because sometimes a job might seem better than like it actually is because a job description is just like a job description yeah yeah no I understand that a lot but um so in terms of work hours um do you would you prefer um working like a shorter work week but um more hours in the day or would you rather work like a regular five five day week like eight hour do you mean like the proposed possible four-day work week versus the yeah (laughs) yeah well I'd rather have a longer weekend so (laughs) so you are for it I'd probably be for it and that also goes back I feel like to managing your time like Mm -hmm. if you can kind of like block certain days for certain projects and not every company is like that like my company definitely throws meetings on my calendar sometimes but they tend to balance out, but yeah, I would say in a dream world, I'd love a four day work week with like project based work instead of like random meetings that could be done over yeah. an email. Mm-hmm. How does your work work? Like your work week work? Do you do Monday through Friday or do you have like meetings on Saturdays or is it like sporadic <laughs> or is it like eight hours? Um, definitely no meetings on the weekend. Um, okay. I'm like a huge work-life balance like advocate, so that would just not fly. Um, But I tend, I would say I tend to have a meeting like every day except Friday. Fridays we have um, me time, so starting, and I actually work East Coast hours in California, which I love because I'm done working by like 2, 2.30 like latest. Okay. So. Okay, you work with the New York yeah, so I get up early, but, like, I get up early anyways, which is fine. Um, so, but, yeah, we do have, I'd say I have at least a meeting, like, every single day. Okay. Yeah, that seems nice. I, I know both of my parents, uh, they, they're over at Pfizer. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and they have, like, constant meetings throughout the day, so. 
Yeah, I know, like, it's, I saw this article somewhere and I don't remember what it said, but, like, it's, some really can be condensed and, like, just, it's, like, if an, if they can be answered via emails, like, questions for the meeting, like, great, but if they need more, like, discussion, then it's fine. But I think it's just, like, the efficiency levels at some workplaces should be, like, reevaluated, probably. Yeah, for sure. And also, uh, when you mentioned earlier, you said something about the Patrick Mahomes commercials. Can you talk more about that? that oh, was, yeah. That um, so, do you know, did you ever see, like, the Head and Shoulders commercials with Pat Mahomes and, like, Troy Paul? I can't say his last name. Troy Palmololo. Sure. Yeah, I know who you're what talking about. Okay. Yeah, Troy, the, the long yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 so... Um, Basically, our agency uh, manages, like, head and shoulders. So we had, like, that ad is created, and then we're running that ad. So, like, I did the social aspect. Another part of my team did, like, the TV segment aspect. Um, So, like, to me, that was really cool because I was like, oh, I don't know. I love – oh, I'm like, where – I think I'm – yeah, I'm wearing my Patriots shirt. Oh, you're a Patriots fan? Okay, cool. Well, I'm a Tom Brady fan, so then I followed him to the Bucks. Yeah, so – but now he's gone. So now um, Andrew, my husband's the biggest Bengals fan ever. So now we're a Joe Burrow fan. Joe Burrow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so running those ads were cool because just, like, I guess a little bit background on it – we were able to see like which ads in the campaign did the best. So we had his ads, which we call like, we can just call them influencer ads. And then we had um, brand assets. So those were just like, maybe it was like a gif of the shampoo and conditioner of like head and shoulders. And like for multiple reasons, those didn't do as well, but like everything associated with Pat Mahomes did better. And it's like, okay, it's number one. Cause like people know who he is and it's like associated, like, you know, when you're watching football games, that comes on because they're football players too. So, yeah, yeah the head and shoulders, and then, uh, I think he does another one, State Farm. I think. Oh yeah, was. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But now, like his coach is in that one, and they were drawing mustaches yeah. like on a plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Go crazy those commercials. Yeah. It makes me wonder if like, because like in our economics classes and stuff, they say like, businesses like, advertising is like a loss of money for businesses, but they do it it's competitive or something yeah like i feel like it's easier to measure on social actually versus like a tv sponsorship but the tv sponsorship you could argue is like a great brand awareness campaign like it would definitely be like top of funnel because you're reaching all these people but you can't like measure who's converting from that whereas social you can place like pixels and you can track those and then see like your conversion rates. Okay. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Like you can't put a pixel like on everyone's TV. So you just, you can't see that. So, so what is it? What is a pixel? Like? Um, so, okay. So think about basically uh, wherever you like to, sh- let's just, okay. We're talking about football. So say you go to like the NFL fan and like you want to get okay. a hat. So whenever you go there, you hit, you literally, whenever you type in that website and you're on that website, you're probably like pixeled. Like, do you know how you have to accept cookies? Yep, yep. So every time you have to accept a cookie, which is now regulations, like every website needs to have those, you're pixeled. So like now they'll be like, okay, he's interested in the NFL. So now you might get like Instagram ads or Twitter ads. Uh, what is it called? TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can access like what you like and then they... 
all of your ads are tailored to that. Yeah, like it's interest based. So like when I'm doing like a TikTok ad, I can literally type in like people interested in football or like people interested in like rugby. I don't know, but or sports and even in general. Yeah. You can make it as generic as possible, but you can also get like super specific. Super detailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt. I just want oh, yeah. to be uh, respectful of your time. Uh, there's uh, five minutes left. If you want to keep talk, uh, keep talking. We're all for it. Um, if you want to, oh, that's keep asking. Time. That's fine. All right. Um, going back to um, sort of like your job. Um, uh, what are some like sort of like general skills that are that are good for like any workplace environment, not just like marketing or like really anything you can use? Yeah, um, I'd say communication, but funny enough, I feel like that also goes back to like, what did you take from college? It was like the relationships. So I would say relationships and communication is like so important for any job probably. So how many people are under you if you're a manager? I just have two. Two? Okay. We're a pretty small team, so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I only had a couple people. I had, like, two people under me, and I would, like, train them because I was a sniper, and I would train the people under me to be a sniper and then send them off to the school, and then once they passed the school, they could, like, get promoted and stuff, but. Oh, wow. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, because it was such a small group, like, we became, like, good friends. So, like, they listened to what I, like, like, I was above them and they realized that. But, like, at the same time, like, we would go out and, like, go bowling or whatever or, like, just do fun Mm -hmm. stuff or, like, have, like, like a cookout at one of our friends' houses or something. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That makes sense. Uh, going back to the the master's degree, um, knowing that you ended up at this marketing job, um, if you could like go back in time, would you still have pursued that master's degree, or do you think you would have kind of focused more on that uh, marketing aspect? So I, I'm I have to say like I probably wouldn't have changed anything because because I was in like grad school it gave me the time to focus on my blog which led me to this marketing like avenue yeah do you know like you know what I mean it's like yeah yeah I like wish I didn't spend the money (laughs) but (laughs) it like led me to a different path okay so how does the blogging work you said blogging not blogging right yeah okay because I like I know what blogging is but like like blogging's like before my time yeah well that's why I'm like I use that word but pretty generically uh so it was a blog like I was writing um but now I've definitely turned way more to like I like doing reels and tiktoks because it's just quicker and like I don't really have the patience to edit an entire youtube video so it's just funny because I feel like the word vlog like it's I feel like you could say like I'm like an instagram or tiktoker but (laughs) <laughs> not at any large scale but like yeah i just yeah. i enjoy creating content on them and then i've been able to like partner with cool companies and cool brands and places and they have these like what do you think about uh the tiktok 
being uh i saw something about how it's like they put it through the uh whatever the chains into like the, about like removing it or banning it do you think that's, yeah what do you think about that i like i like i don't know because i sure. yeah i don't know I think it just going back to even like you guys being in business, it actually, it's a great reason for like, and a lot of people don't do this, um, for like uh, Instagrammers or like influencers to have their audience in a place that they own. So that being like an email list or a texting chain, um, because like TikTok could be down, Instagram could be down. And then it's like, I've literally seen this happen to people. Like they got hacked and it's like, oh, my business is gone. But if you have a, if you have them all in, I don't know, like a email list or something, then you can still reach them. Um, um, do you think like, do you think YouTube shorts um, will become like more prominent? Like, would you, would you consider uh, moving to that platform or do you think TikTok is just a lot easier? Yes. Okay. Great question because I do, I, yeah, I think they're, honestly, I think they're going to um, get even bigger, especially because they don't have that, like, whole TikTok controversy. So, and I think they keep it really competitive because they're the first, um, whatever, marketing platform or whatever they're called, social thing, to yeah. share ad revenue with the creators. Whereas, like, Instagram's still using their creator fund, um, which is great because that's how I get money from Instagram, but, um, YouTube shorts, like creates shares or ad revenue, which makes it actually pretty hard. Cause for shorts, you need to have at least a thousand followers and 10.5 million views in 90 days. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know what it is for, um, uh, for like actual channels, but I think that's more like to get paid for that I think it's on a bigger scale I think it's something like a hundred thousand subscribers and yeah it's wild yeah but I mean it's interesting it just it like it takes time to build that up and and get there so yeah I feel like there's sort of like a kind of like a joke that goes around where like uh the YouTube shorts is like three months behind and they just reuse like TikToks from three months ago but yeah well and the other thing i will say is their ad, the ad revenue that they're sharing like i'm not a big youtuber so i don't totally know but like what i've heard is it's just it's like a fraction like it goes into the creator pool and then you get the percent of like all the u.s views that you generated which likely like for me would be really little um i don't know so depends yeah. I got rid of TikTok personally just because like I saw all of like the the terms and agreements that they have and like I knew that like it was ran by China so personally like I switched to YouTube shorts because like it's the same thing to me oh and, that's like, cool I was though too much time on TikTok anyways mm -hmm. like it was bad yeah so, I feel like YouTube shorts I spend less time but I still like that's I love those so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah so that was a good question I think it'll be I think it'll get more competitive too but it'll take some time. Um, do you have any more questions, Kyle? No, I don't. I do not. All right. Uh, I think that's it for, for us. Uh, okay. I just want to say uh, thank you for taking time out of your day to do this interview with us, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. 
I love meeting you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't I'm think. I'm going to try to get linked in with you because Chris is linked in with you, but we're not. And I would like to stay in touch a yeah. little bit at least. Perfect. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I'm linked in friends with either of you. So if you both want to find me i'm literally christy berry um actually let me link it i can link it in this chat really quick okay perfect um, just in case too, yeah sorry uh would you also mind um putting your email oh yeah uh, in, the, in case if we want to contact you in the future for sure okay there's my linkedin my email i'll give you my phone number too you can always just text me if you need anything. All right, perfect. All right, thank you very much again. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. Of course, enjoy your weekends. Thank you, thank you, you it's too. It's great Bye. meeting you guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs> what nice children. What?